RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one midday YouTube talk show. Excited to connect. I uh, just wanted to just uh, basically plug in a little bit earlier today, share my two cents, talk about some of the headline stories, and talk about uh, some stories that's not really been covered, which all equates to just ultimately more taxation as the bogus inflation numbers were given, continues to uh, head upwards, putting more heat on the economy as well as on families. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, before I dive any further, for those tuning in, definitely let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And also make sure you guys hit the thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. And then also, I can't help but read the comments and people are concerned with not being notified. So the best thing I can say is to make sure you hit the notification bell again. And then I'm gonna try to figure out how to notify people. I've tried all types of things, you know, uh, text messaging, emailing, you name it. But most of it just requires uh, discipline to keep keep it up on my end before I go live. But I'll continue to work on that. But in the meantime, just bear with me. You know, just check in day to day with us and we'll try to keep you plugged in. And also, there's lots of other stories out there worth touching on. So let me know via chat what you guys want to touch on. Uh, and then also do a little phone activity today. 313-462-0027 is the phone number to let your voice be heard. So couple quick shout outs and then I'll dive right in. Uh, a couple of stories worth touching on, but I want to talk about more of the the untouchable news stories that won't get much attention. And so we got uh, the stacker down in NZ. Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, we got Jason Scott says, what do you see happening this year? Market crash, total lockdown. Ooh, okay. I could definitely share my thoughts on that. We got Pablo Pina checking in. We got James says, silver headed back to where it belongs. Yeah, James, good point. I, I saw the market activity with that. Definitely touch on that. We got Polo One in the UK checking in. We got Mark. We got Bobcat B, Mass Administrator, Barlight Broker checking in. Uh, definitely. So let, let me just jump on this one question real quick from Mr. Scott here. It says, what do you see happening this year? Market crash, total crackdown. Okay, man, that's a lot packed into one. But yet I, I see panic. I notice panic. With all these staged events, i.e. the exercises for some type of systemic event, at the same time, we all know the Federal Reserve has lost all credibility, not saying that they had much. I think majority of the Fed's uh, control has been through the ignorance of the masses because nobody ever paid attention to monetary policy until the last decade plus because of the uh, new terminologies that's been introduced, such as quantitative easing, quantitative tightening, you know, hearing about a Federal Reserve toolkit and reverse repo and repo. Act, I mean, all of these terms that nobody ever paid attention to until the Federal Reserve started losing the false narrative that they could really control a complicated monetary system like the one we have. So to that, uh, I think all these events that's unfolding now exposes how the fiscal monetary policy has already collided. They have no true control over it. And most of the stuff that we're being uh, forced to uh, notice is all emotional based. Like, I think a lot of this is, you know, consumer emotions built into it because they're feeding the narrative of inflation. And then, of course, you see pictures with empty shells. You hear all the doom and gloom. It only escalates and feeds into more of this loop of just uh, this is all. Unfortunately, I even saw an article talk about how the media is is used as a psyop against the people. <laughs> and so it feeds the frenzy. So uh, I think the Federal Reserve will uh, somehow, some way, not, not necessarily give up, but they'll deliberately allow things to crash. They know they can't do what they're saying they're going to do. 
So what are they what are they trying it for? They obviously want to further this transition into the digital sphere and bringing in all the new world issued stuff they want to do. So I do see there being some type of event this year. I will be very surprised. And this is where there's always room for a shock. But I'll be very surprised if we're able to get out of 2022 without some globally systemic event or some type of intentional cataclysmic event that's used as a deterrent from the alien markets that would force the governments to respond in a positive way of of directly requiring and uh, demanding more funding from the government, from the fiscal side. So long story short, I don't think we're getting out of 22, 2022 without some type of event, some kind. Everything is ripe for it. Now it's just a matter of what. And that's why I think it's never been more important now to have have as much of your current as well as your financial future dependent upon fiat currencies. Because in the long run, as I always say, there's no financial future in a Federal Reserve debt note. It's not not possible. This visual right here just tells a story as to how all 19 presidents prior to uh, the current one we have supposedly pay, played a major part in, the ta- in taxing you through stealing your purchasing power. Long-winded answer, but uh, hopefully it made a little bit a little bit of sense. Uh, so Barley Broker said, "Food is a real issue, uh, no doubt." So let's dive into some some articles real quick, and then I'll open the phone lines and get your thoughts. Uh, some things that caught my attention, man. Uh, let me open this up here. Let me open, get my window straight. But I, I can't help; it'll be irresponsible of me as a monetary enthusiast to not touch on <laughs> the green candles that we have in the metal space, which is it, it's it's something something possibly is breaking because we've got above they allowed silver to go above the 2250 range. So we're at 2319 right now. That's definitely a, a good sign for the people who've been patiently waiting to see green candles. But then again, it's also a bad thing because the powers that be are losing control and they're going to somehow some way find a way to probably dip this tomorrow if it has two days of positive green activity gold and silver uh be on the lookout for some type of event so but anyway anyway i'll take it it is good news on the surfaces this uh definitely would take that uh that victory for the day let's keep moving but uh let's jump right into inflation man so i want to just touch on inflation because we were given some figures today it's very telling but yeah just look at the global Look at the globe. This past two years plus, all nations have been experiencing somewhat higher uh, numbers. But of course, they're all downplayed. So here's just a little quick list here showing you how everybody, every central bank on the planet that was given the 2% inflation target has surpassed 2% primarily. All the all the more important nations that uh, people actually utilize those currencies just beyond the domestic use. But here we got all these countries here. Every, you know, France, 2.1, And then we go all the way to the bottom where we have the U.S. And this is, oh, I'm sorry. This is, oh, man, I grabbed the wrong one. I was looking at the wrong one. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. We got the seven, we got the seven figure. <laughs> so, so the last time inflation was 7%, the Fed's funds rate was 11.5%. So we've come a long way from there. But uh, the question is, how high will this thing go, numerically speaking, before that next event occurs will be something I will be concerned with. And then on another note here, here's just more. Um, It says this is from Sven Henrik. It says nothing says you are serious. Zoom in some. 
Nothing says you are serious about fighting inflation more than running the most real negative rates in our lifetimes. The Fed is engaged in a performance art. So here is the real Fed funds rate. When you take you know, the, the, the stated rate of inflation, subtract the current federal funds interest rate, and you get negative 6.72. So ultimately, the reserve currency is already negative. You speak of the reserve, the economy for the reserve currency is already in the negative. And if they were to attempt to go into the positive uh, by basically ushering, issuing the current Fed funds rates well beyond that 7%. So say the Federal Reserve would literally have to go to 8% or 9% with their federal funds interest rates to really even, really even consider trying to uh, dial back on the alleged inflation number they gave us, which we know they, they, they can't do. So uh, it's all entertainment for, for now. That's why, you know, precious metals and just alternative assets that uh, are counter to the financial products that's been manipulated and all these bogus numbers will be in your best interest. Okay, let's get into a couple articles real quick. Uh, what has caught my attention even more so, I anticipated to see some type of hike in the Fed funds number, even though we're really close to about 15 percent, 16 percent, is the uh, the ramping up of the pressure on those who have not participated in this global experimentation by threatening people's paychecks. To me, that is the most concerning and alarming news story that will not get any uh, light shined upon it in a negative standpoint. Because the mainstream news is all positioning those who have not participated uh, as being anti this, anti that, anti whatever. And they've been painted as villains when actuality not only is inflation ruining lives, but then again, you got the threat against people's livelihoods directly. And so just to give you an idea what I'm talking about here, here is an article uh, basically saying that uh, J.P. Morgan Chase's Jamie Dimon says the bank won't pay. They won't pay their workers who have not participated. And that came out as of yesterday. And I'm thinking like how, how evil, how outright uh, strategic is this according to their plans that this goes well beyond health because when you're threatening people's livelihoods because they're not participating, whether they've so shown signs of being ill or not or recovered or whatever, never talk about natural immunity, never talk about, uh, giving people the option of not participating. You hit them where it hurts, beyond inflation, beyond taxation. You hit them in their pockets. And this is definitely uh, uh, very sad for those that are a part of this bank here. It, sh it should really show you what your employer really thinks about you when they're willing to take it to this right here to where they'll run a, a national news headline saying they won't pay you. So more, detail, more details to it. But basically, J.B. Diamond is saying that you know, working from home is not good. It's not for everybody. You can't be productive and you can't come into our offices unless you have participated. So basically saying, you know, you're, you're done. And that's just, it doesn't stop there. Here's another article here on people who have not participated air guardsmen to lose pay and benefits. So not only will they lose pay, but they will lose their benefits as well. So that puts a lot of pressure on people to participate or else. And uh, it says twenty five hundred. Guardsmen are now ineligible for pay or benefits banned from finishing jobs, taking on new orders or uh, attending drill weekends or participating in training. Twenty five hundred guardsmen. Come on now. This is a, a attack against humanity. Nothing to do with health. And then here's another one. Ikea to cut sick pay for workers who haven't participated. 
and, and forced to isolate. So basically you won't, you can't come to work and you won't get paid to stay home. So until, and so see, we'll see more of this type of stuff as time moves forward. Keeping it moving real quick. Uh, and to make it even worse, they're cutting pay, but then in Quebec, they're imposing fines. So Quebec, Quebec to impose a significant fine on those who have not, part, or for those in the in that region who have not participated. Uh, yeah. And then here's a little list here. It says these countries are slapping, are slapping, look, look at the terminology, keep play on words. They're slapping the people who haven't participated with fines and bans. And then it goes through here to talk about Greece, Austria, Finland, Spain, Hungary, Slovakia, Singapore, Lithuania, and even what's happening in the U.S., Ukraine, you name it. So worldwide takedown of, you know, hardworking people who just want to live. And then we get into inflation rises 7% over the past year, highest since 1982. Ah, very concerning. And then to, to, to bring it even home even more, not only are people being cut from being able to work, inflation is eroding people's buying power, spending power to sustain themselves. And when you factor in uh, real wages, so all the nominal uh, improvements that people have seen in their pay over the last year or two, as people get back into the workforce, take on new jobs, yada, yada, yada. When you consider it and, you know, adjusted for inflation, here we have, it says real average hourly earnings fail for the ninth straight month. So we had all this time frame here of people working for five to fit five for 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. And it was in a green of people getting a couple dollars more as we were looking to as an entire country, state by state, increase minimum wage. But now you have it in an environment where we're supposedly shorthanded workers at a 3.9% unemployment, you know, hundred plus million people out of the workforce and people who are actually working when you factor in inflation is steadily losing purchasing power. That is, uh, the ultimate taxation. So inflation just doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, it just doesn't, you know, affect you psychologically. When you look at sticker prices, it also impacts you overall with, with the currency and what you're not able to do with it on top of being forced out of the workforce. So more stuff here, but uh, here's another little something you, you can't help, but uh, <laughs> laugh at, but Biden says inflation report shows progress in slowing down runaway prices. So once again, I think this was probably quoted as a serious statement from the person that is supposedly still pumping the recovery narrative. But even Jerome Powell mentioned yesterday that inflation is a problem and they're going to do everything within their toolkits to bring it back under control. And the only way they're going to really be able to do something is ultimately to uh, <laughs> let this thing correct and do away with it and bring in something else would be my opinion. But anyway, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, let me see. I got to see some uh, see some spam out here. And uh, next article here. Jeffrey Gunlock sees recessionary pressure building with inflation. So ultimately, he means stagflation. That's what Jeffrey Gunlock is saying without actually saying it. And then on the last one here, and I'll open the phone lines. We can talk further. It says shoppers astounded by thinning grocery store supplies. It's just empty shelves. And it just shows more and more uh, stores with no food on them. So, yeah, very concerning. But yet these are just some of the headlines that caught my attention. I think the more pressing issue is, of course, the encroachment on our bodily autonomy. 
by making people who are either recovering or who have not even contracted anything of any, even a cold or flu, putting people under the pressure, man, to either participate or get fired. And that is, that is just, that is, that's where, that's where you, that's kind of where you draw the line and, you know, and complete stupidity. Anyway, let's talk. Uh, let me open the phone lines. For those that want to call in, we are doing something a little earlier due to schedule restraints, but I want to try to check in, share my two cents on some things and uh, just, you know, see what's going on. So highlight at Rethinking a Dollar and and or give me a call. Let's talk and see what's going on. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Bob from Houston. Bob, how you doing, my friend? What's going on in Houston? Good, man. Oh, it's all good over here in Texas, man. But listen, first time calling in um fan of yours man you, you spread the knowledge spread the appreciate you. the word of, of what's going on here I, I heard about you from an echo 64 when you guys did your first uh, collaboration and yeah. i've been listening to you ever since appreciate you my friend what's going on what's in your mind tonight real, today <laughs> real quick i just want to talk about m1 money supply i know you guys have touched on it yeah but it's eye-opening you know you go on the federal reserve website you know anybody can do this right you know 2020 we're at under four trillion. Now we're at twenty point four. Yeah. And I don't I don't understand how people don't see what that means for the dollar. I don't I don't get it. Uh, I don't get yeah. it. Good point. Uh, and that's where you know common is no common sense is no longer common. Just because I think people have that biasness and thinking that it can never happen to me or never happen in this country. And a lot of people have been sold on the hype that America is the greatest nation on the planet and. They need our currency. Our currency, the dollar is king. And, and and the sad thing is, it just plays into more of how people are monetarily monetarily illiterate to where they still think the gold and the dollar are still is somehow interconnected, uh, giving it some type That's of right. stability. So, <laughs> but I got that That's chart right. on the screen yeah, I mean, though. We're, we're talking 80 percent increase, eighty percent increase in in twenty three months. Yeah. Um. That you know what they what, basically what that means is four out of every five dollars. Mm. in existence in this world right now has mm. been literally printed or digitally entered, you know, in the last 23 months. Yeah. Um, but people, you know, keeping yeah. their money in their 401k still, I don't, it's, it's amazing. Right. Uh, it's very shocking, but yeah, it, it's a day of rude awakening for a lot of people, but uh, I encourage people to, yes, of course, yes. to share as much information as you can with people. Hopefully wakes a couple up, but in the meantime, stack and get your weight up. You know how we do it. So I appreciate yes, you sir. for bringing Absolutely. my attention. And, and real quick. Yeah. Um, if, if, I, if I still can, yeah. Uh, you know, as far as the medical procedure, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, when you look at the M1 money supply, when that started and when the medical procedure or medical event started, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, I know you know this, but the correlation that, you know, it's so visible how these things were timed exactly at the same time, <laughs> you know, and if right. we, you know, our, our community here, what we think is going to happen for the people who, you know, get the medical procedure, right? you know, I was thinking about this, like what happens to all the assets if people actually start dying off in masses because of this procedure? See, you know, yeah, this, Bob, this see, is the takeover. Yeah, see, Bob, I, 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 I try my best to avoid that because I, I've talked about before how the, the, there's plans out there. The depopulation agenda is still in full effect. And that's going to be For the sure. ultimate deflationary uh, event of all time when you have a population redu- deduction. Because all that wealth yep. circulating in, in nominal terms and in, in, in actual physical right. financial products will be vaporized. And then you got the real war assets, real estate, which will be just left bare because you're going to have a, God forbid, you're going to have a lot of, of the, 
and see the primary target unfortunately happens to be with the part of society that is expected the most promises we know what what, what generation that is and so the, they're the primary right. targets right now and all that real estate all the wealth lies in their hands where will it go you know what i'm saying it, it, it's going to be transferred but i don't think it's going to transfer to the to the younger generation and i and the way this whole agenda is you own nothing be happy with it it looks like they're going to try to transfer it back into the state's hands or to the government's hands yep. unfortunately so Right. Yep, yeah, absolutely, Mike. Man, man, man. Yeah, hey, man. that's right, brother. Appreciate I appreciate you. it, man. And um, God bless. And yeah, I'll be I'll be a regular caller if that's okay. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling. Keep us informed. It's, right. it's your show as well. Thank Take you. Take care, Mike. Be good. God bless. Whew, yeah. Hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Hey, Mike. Low blood pressure. Corpus Christi, Texas. L-B-P. How's it going? Doing good, my friend. What's up with you? Look, man, I was watching the episode 10 of Hidden Secrets of Money, this whole jab agenda. It's uh-huh. the bread and circus without the bread, you know? <laughs> so that's the 10th so the tenth one. I, I, yeah, I got to look at it. I got to watch those again, man. Those are some good series. Yeah, it's like a tortilla and circus with no tortilla, you know? <laughs> yeah, hey, it, look, it's Mike, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, one, last, one, la- one last thing I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Uh, um, um. I don't think human beings are, are smart enough to design a, a biological weapon that will eradicate 90% of the population. They mm-hmm. got to get everybody jabbed voluntarily. That's what this whole thing is, Mike. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But then also, because I don't think they've reached their numbers of total participation in this experimentation. So I think these home tests that are coming is the next way of getting people to voluntarily put something in their body via the you know that stuff. And so the question is, why would you be sending tests out to 500 or to 300 million people plus on the order 500 million at a time where how do they verify the results or do they even want to know the results? They just want people to use them. Why would be the question? What do they plan on? What, what's what will be in or on those things that will further their agenda would be my concern. So that, that I think that's the next wave, the next step of how to get into everybody's lives. Oh, it looks like I got disconnected. We're good. We're good, Mike. All right. All right. Appreciate you, man. Call, Mike. Yeah, be good. All right, here. Let me get my camera back on. Looks like I lost. Okay, there I go. Lost. I thought I lost myself. All right. Um. So yeah, just just some things that people should wonder. Let's. Uh. I want to acknowledge the super chat real quick. Uh. Debt and regret. Appreciate you, my friend. It says long time no super no super chat. I ended up selling most of my gold to buy a ten acre lot in Australia. Has already increased in value by almost fifteen percent in seven months. We'll try and stack again soon. Crazy times. Debt and regret, man. Uh, congratulations on basically you know you know transferring you know gold into another real producing asset because that land I'm assuming put to use could provide and put some food on your table, which is a good trade off given the fact that that is another thing that the, that we will need moving forward. And so one of the one of the questions I will have just quickly, if you don't mind answering. Uh, because knowing that Australia from a real estate standpoint, and I'm assuming a land standpoint as well, is experiencing the longest, you know, real estate commercial property bubble in human history, to my knowledge, you know, what's the chance of that thing correcting severely to where outside of food and shelter and things like that, it end up uh, not appreciating continuously. Whereas in the gold and silver that you would have had would have allowed you to be able to buy that land, you know, not down the line a lot cheaper, you know, it's risky, whatever, whatever. But uh, anyway, go. Congratulations, my friend. OK, let's keep it moving. Missing some calls. Forgive me. 
Uh, let me see. As always, highlight at Rethinking a Dollar or give me a call. I'd uh, love to hear what's on your mind. Uh, yep, just did. What else we got going on here? Uh, yeah, so I, and to want to address the issues with notifications and not get notified, you know, it's all due to the YouTube algorithms. It's not me. I would, of course, love everybody to be able to join in. And so I, I'm trying to figure out a way to notify people in real time before I go live. There's not, you know, invasive or whatnot, because I attempted to do the text messaging and it wasn't much interest from people with that. So, but anyway, I'm going to keep doing the best I can streaming a lot earlier today, just because, you know, time constraints later on tonight and uh, keep it moving. And it says uh, Dixie down three fourths of a percent today. Yeah. The trade weighted ver- measurement of the dollar. Uh, I, I don't give it much. I don't follow it much just because it's fiat against fiat all headed to the bottom. Only thing they can do is try to, you know, out inflating one another while they're deflating. Hello, uh, caller. What's your name? We calling from Mike. What's going on, man? It's Karan from Chicago. Karan from Chicago. What's going on, my friend? Not much, man. Mike. Hey, this man is letting you know about my, my latest adventure, man. Give so, it to me. I, I got the, I got the bright idea that man, you know, uh, it was, it was time. I know it's gonna be soon to buy the dip. Mm-hmm. I knew this was the beginning of the year. You know, it's gonna be soon to buy the dip. So mm-hmm. I went and I sold some precious metals. I didn't get rid of all of them, Mike. Okay. But I, but I went and sold some, man. Yeah. I've been holding it for a while. Mm-hmm. I took a loss, Mike. That's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever sold it ever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know the process, man. So I looked it. I figured it out. Okay. I figured it out. Found a, found a jeweler that's up to both gold and silver. Mm-hmm. I, I took a loss, man. So I took a ten percent because I, I think about it. I bought. You know, higher than it's worth mm-hmm. when I pay when I pay for it because mm-hmm. I bought it on JM Bullion, SD Bullion, and now I took a loss when I sold. So I'm like, okay, and that put a lot of perspective into me, Mike. Man, yeah. you know, I still got, got some gold and silver it, just because again it did hold its value better than a dollar. Honestly, especially yeah. think about it today. Today we learned seven percent. It's a wrap. Yeah. All right, it's a little higher, but that lets me know again. You see, like we talked about with 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 the uh, with Turkey, the lira, and everything. Yeah, they uh, Iran saying they're getting ready to let uh, let people uh, price things in Bitcoin. Right, like uh, Mike, I'm telling you, man, because mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is it, dude. I don't, I don't see, I don't think we see like a, a twenty thousand dollars silver. I don't know. I, I, that's why I jumped on board for a twenty thousand dollars silver and <sighs> and uh, a, a, a five digit gold. But I don't know if we ever see that. Like, so here's the thing, but but, but 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 and this is where it's hard to continue to encourage people to encourage people to be patient. But you have to think about you know the actual physical gold and silver. I got a silver you know Morgan dollar in my hand, and so the one I have in my hand now is uh, is over a hundred years old. You know, what I'm saying this is a a peace dollar here. It's 102 years old. And when the people who were actually using this on a day to day basis was, was using this, it was worth one single dollar. And it was, you know, probably two or three days worth of purchasing power in one. And of course, you, you know, you don't have 100 years, but this same coin in my possession today is $25, give or take, is equivalent of, unfortunately, maybe, you know, one hour's worth of work. But over time, having something that's Yours, no counterparty risk in your hands will allow you to be able to function in society. And so I, I think you, you're looking at, you know, taking a loss in paper terms. And at the same time, the paper is going out of style. Like it's like it's I can I can see your concern, but it's like, you know, I'm thinking about after the Federal Reserve note, its system is restructured and all we have left is the CBDCs. Then what would that silver or gold do for me then? 
And that's why I think it'll be yeah, a new actually, pricing mechanism that would still buy you as much as it does now, if not 10 times more, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Man, but, uh, I was reading today that actually some guy, he's trying to veto that, man, saying it's mm-hmm. DC. I think he's a senator. I forgot where. Yeah. But he's, he's, uh, you see, he's trying to get that veto, man. I think that might it be the case because he's, he's saying it looks like China. I mean, he's like, they, you know, you know what that looks like. So, yeah. But again, but what, what, the thing I was going to say is, Mike, we're trying to go to space, Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, who so is I we? Think about that who is, but who, but see, the question is, who is we? Who is the we that's trying to go to space? I mean, I would assume that the adaptation, the only adaptation of the, of the species I don't might think, to kind of go to, to I, I, other places. I think that's a selling tactic, man. They're trying to sell us on, you know, using science fiction and all that, you know, extraterrestrial stuff to 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 give us some something that, to look forward to is for what and leaving the Earth. We we can't even take care of this, cur- this current Earth. Like, what are we gonna we gonna go take our same problems to a new world and destroy it? You know, mankind is, yeah, I, you know, just leaving the, trying to leave this Earth to me is not is not going to be the way. But uh, they're going to continue to pump that, and they're going to use all types of narratives with it. But I wouldn't hang my hat on leaving this earth, man. <laughs> That's just me. Okay. Well, even even we stay here, even we stay here. Yeah. I mean, things are changing. Things are changing here. I think honestly, there might be some some states that succeed. Mm-hmm. Like there might be some secession. Like mm-hmm. literally, Texas might be its own country. Like you know, and, and yeah. that that changes the entire game. So when we think about that, like leaving with our money, like you know what I mean? Like say transferring energy over time and space. Yeah. Like you know, gold. Paper did it the best as of, as of now because it's light you put in your pocket. Yeah. But again, it gets to a point where you have so much of it. Nah, mm-hmm. gold, of course not. Yeah. This is it. This is it. Yeah. I mean, this is it's only it's only makes sense to want to be the next stage, Mike. And again, like I said, I took a loss on the gold, mm-hmm. but the, the coins, the, the 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 BTC that I got four years ago, Mike. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will never, we'll never see that price again. Yeah. <laughs> and again, and, and the people who buy today, again, I bought, I, I bought, I, I caught the deal for thirty nine. Caught it. Yeah. But dude, we'll never see stuff. We'll, we're not gonna see it. Hey, I mean, never say. But watch this. Watch this. One thing I, one thing out of all this craziness, I'll be studying. I've learned to, to to never say never. And I believe that the 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 whatever's the next intended consequences of all these actions and trying to manipulate the free markets and create these artificial markets i think there might come a day soon where there's going to be a, a day of reckoning and that day of reckoning is a correction where nominal prices you know anywhere between as if some people say 90 to 50 percent is still on the cards it's still on the table now will you be able to buy things at that cheap of course not so right now might be the cheapest you can get them but nominally nominally speaking i think we're going to see twenty thousand, you know bitcoin again all the exchanges will shut down, so you won't be able to actually get any, though. I think we might see $8 silver and, you know, $1,100 gold, but yet no bullion dealer online or store going to sell it to you at that price. So we might see the nominal side, but we won't see the actual you go get in your possessions, you know, anytime soon, in my opinion. So right now, everything is as cheap as it's ever going to get because of, because of what's coming. If we ever see those prices again, you know how people gonna ape in. You know how people. You know how people gonna. Mm-hmm. You know what happens. That's the. That's the thing about this too, dude. Mm-hmm. Community is everything. Community yeah. is everything, man. Because that we we say what something's worth. Yeah. We say a, a Mickey Mantle baseball card is worth thousands, uh, hundreds upon thousands of dollars. Right. We say so. Right. So again, we're saying again. We know those who know it's you, and they know that again. We ever saw three thousand dollars again? <laughs> I mean, dude, you couldn't. We would just buy it all. We would right. keep buying and buying and buying. Think about this. All the, all the exchanges. All the exchanges. 
watch it. If, if, if Bitcoin, anything like that, was to drop that low, all the exchanges would go out of business because they're all they're all over the in over their heads with all the margin trading they allow and all that stuff like that because they don't even have them things in their possession because of all the financial products they've created to uh, help the price out with it. So, but hey, man, I appreciate you as always calling in, my friend. Mike, last, yep, last, last thing, last thing, last thing, Mike, last thing, last thing, prediction, man. I'm calling it early. Jack Marlis just took a uh, strike down to Argentina. Mm-hmm. The last time Jack Marlis took a strike down to a country, <laughs> it was El Salvador. Yeah. And now Bitcoin is legal tender. Yeah. I'm calling it out, dude. By the end of soon, Argentina's next. And then that's what? That's crazy. Uh, I, they, I, they, they, so, they, they appreciate you, man. They definitely need all the help they can get down there. Appreciate you. Have a good one. You too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, I mean, of course, there's going to be more countries that's being brought onto the Lightning Network stuff. We know that. And I like what uh, Mario says here. It says, how about exploring uh, beyond Antarctica? You know, that would be something worthwhile. And so instead of going to space, instead of trying to go out to the four frontiers of the galaxy and the universe and colonize Mars and the moon, how about letting uh, the regular Joe get access to Antarctica? Like, let us go to Antarctica freely and actually go into Antarctica. Because as of right now, the picture we've been painting, the pictures that's been painted, this round globe with just this chunk of land down there, ice or not. That's not all that's down there. Let's us go. Let's go investigate what's supposedly under the earth. So I, I think we should do that before we talk about leaving this planet, because because they're trying to send us off while they may have a paradise down <laughs> at the bottom of the earth. You know, they're trying to sucker us to leave the planet so they can have it to themselves. So um, anyway, uh uh-huh. Uh, says uh, Aaron says, how about an impromptu Mike and Mario? <laughs> uh, time-wise, not able to do such, but uh, I just wanted to connect early today because I won't be able to do it uh, this evening. But uh, anyway, lots of activity happening. You know, of course, the most newsworthy that's been put out there is talking about inflation. But one thing they're not telling us is that the globalist agenda to cut off entry and exit points for everybody's lives is still in effect. And it happens to be through paychecks and our living standards. And when you got, you know, companies out here dropping people and fining people for not participating, that's the ultimate form of a tax there because you're losing it all that way. But anyway, um, that's all for today. No more calls. Back at it again tomorrow. Uh, Be blessed. Be safe. I will see you guys on the flip side. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is to connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.